Hello. Hello. Welcome to the recap. The recap. You know, today was a bit of a um, a different episode. That was sad. Yeah, I mean, I had a sad day, so I feel like I agree. I, sometimes I mirror my actual day when we come on here. I so agree. I had a I had a bit of a rough twenty four hours. So we talked about society you okay? collapsing. I'm good. You sure? Yeah. Tomorrow's a new day. I'll put on some fucking happy music and get over it. Yeah. It happens. Everyone has bad days, you know? True. Very true. We talked about society and how fragile it is. We talked about like what some real shitty people are doing in the world right now and how we can police it and what police are actually doing to try to turn it around, if Mm -hmm. anything. Um, We talked about like how social media and and news outlets can kind of really dictate narratives and and push stories in a certain direction. Influencers. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, they were, <laughs> no shit. Newscasters are, and like, influencers. are the first OG influencers. Like, you know, <laughs> Tom Brokaw and those motherfuckers that were like on the six, six o'clock news. Okay, the Peter yeah. Mansbridge. Yeah, they are the original influencer. True. true. Insane. Great um, point. We also talked about my, my LA trip. Oh, yeah. And my sugar daddies. Yeah. And how I had such a great trip. He's got a new bag, people. Oh. You see him on the street. You really out at me. Make sure, make sure. Do not attack me. Bro, like everyone's going to see you with the bag. True. You secured the bag. It's a nice bag. I did secure the bag. My first ever bag, so I'm glad. So have a listen. Let us know what you think. Um, And I promise the next episode is going to be lighter. Back to our usual shit. <laughs> but sometimes we got to talk about real shit because real shit happens in the world every Obviously. fucking day. Obviously. That's the whole point of our show. Yeah, so it's about everything and nothing at the same time. It's a fucking real miracle. Bang, bang, shebang. Have fun, guys. Ciao. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Hello Goodbye. Through an unmarked door and down a hidden stairwell lies a drinking den. This underground basement bar features seasonal cocktails, snacks from Dankmart, VIP table service, and DJs for late night entertainment. The artful design of Hello Goodbye creates a comfortable and intimate escape from the ordinary. HG is located at 1120 Hamilton and open Thursday through Saturday, 10 p.m. till late. For more information and booking tables, please email hello at hellogoodbyebar.com or at hellogoodbyebar on Instagram. Hello! Hello, hello. Oh my god, that echo. Echo, echo. echo. Yeah, well, and echo. welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> back to, to, to a brand new episode of PNC. We're back in our brand new studio, Aki. Yeah, we're posting that we? clarity, baby. Episode 10, season 2. Episode 10, bitch. Yeah, we're in the new fucking digs. What I do you know, think? This what place do you think? is fucking dope. It's nice. PNC, we're going all the way up. We're on man. the fucking come up. All the fucking way up. We got to make sure. You know, obviously, we're in a makeshift studio. It's a work in progress. We're mm-hmm. not fully dialed. They were sitting on a couple reclining chairs. But even a- this makeshift studio is, like, fucking killer. Like, I'd I'd have sex here. Okay, well, you can. Oh, my God. Not with me, but with I don't know. I don't know. I felt get, like you get, met with you. Get it with that, whoever got you that Dior bag. Oh, my God. What Dior bag? The one I see right here on our makeshift <laughs> fucking first year Fi- you know cabinet. what? <laughs> I have never ever bought myself a bag, and that was my first purchase ever. And I wow. thought, you know what? If I'm going to be in LA shopping on Rodeo Drive, this is the moment where I need to buy my first bag, not yeah, in Vancouver. Nice. I feel it's a good purchase. It's not Thank too you. much. It's you know, it's right low amount. key. It's it's all you can't get it here. There's only you can't get it here. You can't get this print here. Are you sure? All black. I think I can get it. Oh, it's in black. Yeah, maybe you can get it. Mr. <laughs> Dior, Dior. Yeah. And there's a limited edition strap with it. So it's dope. It's very nice. It's very yeah. classy. It's not too loud. You know what I mean? That's how I am. I'm not too loud. Yeah. Well, I'm a very low key person. Well, hey. Well, I mean, it's not bad if you're like you know showy loud. or whatever. I'm not showy. I'm not so saying bad. you are. I'm just saying just it's not I bad if you are. Seventeen videos of me in a Rolls Royce. Yeah, with your neck this broken to the me. side. That typical yeah, fucking like, <laughs> basic bitch <laughs> head tilt. You just wait till I post my picture. I'm like, I'm like, oh, yep, that that's a head tilt on purpose. There's mm. a RR. Uh-huh. I feel for you. sure. Not bad. Not bad. I had to do it. Like it was my first time in LA. Yeah. Wow. Well, I've been to LA before, but. I was always at Disneyland or oh, you know, like as an adult and yeah, first time as an adult. What's the feedback? Uh, fucking ghetto. Actually, very fucking like. There's a lot of like. It's Homeless not a situation? pretty city. It's not a pretty city. Where at were you? All. What kind of areas were you in mostly? I stayed in K Town. Okay. Which is like ten minutes from downtown. So downtown is garbage. 
garbage. Yeah, garbage. 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 And like 20 minutes away from like Beverly Hills. And honestly, okay. like I thought, you know, seeing Beverly Hills and stuff on TV makes it seem a lot more glamorous. And you feel like everything's on the same fucking strip. Yeah. Within like, you know, two blocks of one another. But it really isn't. It's all over the place. Yes. And that's what I hated. Ubers are expensive to get from A to B. Oh it takes God. like an hour and a half to get anywhere. $56 to get home. Yeah. It's horrible. Yeah, it's not cheap. You got to have a little bit of paper to live in LA. Oh, for sure. Fun. For sure. You go to West WeHo, as they call it? No, I didn't get a chance. Did you go to WeHo? No. You seem like a WeHo kind of vibe. I wanted to Where'd go, go, but out? I just had no time. I went to Bootsy Bellows. Isn't I that, went to. Isn't that in WeHo? Is that? It's on like La Seniga or something like that. La Seniga? Yeah, no? I have no idea. It's around there. Don't be asking me. I'm not. You went to fucking. You went to um, Catch, which is pretty much right in there, too. Oh, yeah. That was a good time. Yeah, you're in WeHo. But I didn't like do a WeHo like walkabout gay experience, you know? No, I wasn't. Because WeHo is, we, is we we like, like known for like gays. The gay area? Yeah. Is I it? Think. I thought yeah, it was like the Yale Town. Everyone always talks about WeHo gays, you know? Well, I mean, I think it's like Yale Town. Maybe it's Yale Town gays then. Well, it could be. I mean, there's gays everywhere. True. Very true. So they just. the gays. Yeah, the gays are the best. Mm. They're fun. Meh. No? You over them? Mm. I'm a. You're over. I'm declining. Okay, decline, decline I to come. Cancel my subscription. Would you go? <laughs> would you go back to to Cali? LA? Yeah, for sure. I loved it. Yeah, I think it's such a cool atmosphere compared to Miami. Oh, I, no, no, no! I would move to Miami in a heartbeat. Over in a LA, heartbeat, yes. In you a did, heartbeat. How many times have you been to Miami though? Uh, once. Oh really? Okay, and I've been so to LA once. Time, yeah. So I mean, but you I've were been at, to Vegas seven time, seventeen times, and I never <laughs> felt like I wanted to move to Vegas. But as soon as I went to Miami, I was like, I'm moving here. But also, you were in Miami pre-pandemic. Yeah. Which makes a difference. Does it? Because they were operating as if there was no pandemic. So there was masks inside everywhere, right? To get like when you like at a store. Yeah, no? I guess, but like it's not the whatever. same. Yeah, yes, but like a five minutes of a mask, like whatever. Yeah, but it's still not the same. True. I was really impressed by LA nightlife though. Like, holy shit. How was the service? Every fucking place it was bumping. Was bumping. Like I was yeah. like, Oh my god. But there's so many people in LA. LA has like as many that's people as Canada or something. Exactly. Yeah. The same size as Canada. And that's what I love. Like I love big cities like yeah. that. I love like having a bazillion people around you. I think that's just so fun. How many nights did you go out? Uh three nights. Did you see the same people on multiple nights? Like that not no. people not people that you were with, but like kinda like the same crowd of people, maybe? No, different crowds for sure. So opposite of here. Yeah. Oh you, yeah. You go here, oh, yeah. you see the same Wait, motherfuckers on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. Sunday. If you're partying in Vancouver, if you're a partier in Vancouver, you're known. Like everybody knows you are. Yeah. You know. And you could be a little more anonymous in LA. Exactly. You can oh. be super low key and discreet. Wait, how? Yeah. How was the um, homeless situation out there? It was crazy. Like I was at fucking um, like I was at Walgreens, trying to buy myself a steamer to like steam my clothes. Okay. Because apparently my friend didn't have an iron, so I had to go buy one. Yeah. Anyways, so I was in Walgreens, and this girl was in front of me, like, full-on having a conversation with herself, fighting with somebody that wasn't, yeah. you know, there. Present, yeah. And she was in on talking about, like, it's so fucking hard to even being a mother, raising a kid in these streets, blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, you want to fuck with me? You want to fuck with me? I'll fuck talking to you or just her, no, like, whoever? Whoever is in her mind. Her, the ghosts of Christmas past. Yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy, dude. Like, yeah. I, before I came here today... This is going to start off the cast on a little bit of a somber note. Um, uh, someone who's really close to me, I uh, don't want to out, like, out them or anything, um, was walking down Burrard in the middle of the day, right by St. Paul's Hospital. And I'm not sure if you've seen, there's like a lot of like junkies kind of around that area. Yeah. There may be a shoot-up facility or something there. And long story short, they were walking, some girl was walking next to her. It looked like, you know, like a bit of a skid, but not like a super cracked out or anything. Mm-hmm. Walking close, and then she was like walking for like maybe fifty feet, and like, why is this person so close? And then they're like, "Oh, do you want some smack?" She's like, "No." What? Want yeah. some what? Smack or some whatever code for heroin or whatever drug they're doing. Oh God. She's like, "No," and she's like, "Oh, what are you like?" Then she got all like offended, like, "Oh, what are you too good?" The kind of thing, and she's like, "What are you talking about?" And then she was like fumbling in her pockets the entire time, and then she pulled out a knife. Oh my God. And then some stranger was like, "Run." And so she darted across the street, like lucky, lucky to not like be hit by a car. Oh, and my obviously God. got away. Called me, told me about it. I'm like rattled. I've already had a pretty bad morning. Yeah. Um, in the middle of doing stuff, I'm like, "Are you okay? You're okay. That's fine. We're good. So you're not in any danger. No worries." So I end up driving home. I end up driving down Barard. So I'm like, "I'm gonna have a little look." Mm-hmm. So I drive by. I'm like, "That looks like the blonde girl that she described." So then I pull a Yui. Park my car in the alley, mm-hmm. 
then I, I walk by them and I'm looking at them and the girls kind of like says something along the same lines. Like, do you want some smack or maybe she's a dealer? I don't know. And then I'm like, I'm good. But I'm looking at them and they're looking at me and I'm looking at them and they're looking at me. So you can tell like something, about something was down. about something. Something's up. Something's about to go and then down. I stop maybe like 20 feet past them and then I'm just looking at them trying to figure out which one it could be. And I see two blonde girls. I'm like, this one looks pretty old. So I'm assuming it's this one. I'm like, was she wearing shorts? Was she wearing flip flops? She's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then now they're all really looking at me because I've been there for like five minutes now. Right. Um, so then one guy gets up and then two other guys get up and one guy walks right by me and he's like, it's friendly. Like, hey, how's it going today? I'm like, fine. And then he stops like 10 feet in front of me. And then two other guys are walking towards me. I'm like, okay. They're trying to like encircle me. Mm-hmm. Right. So I'm like, fuck that. So I walked past that same guy who walked past me shoulder to shoulder, turn around, face him. So now I could see all of them. So if anything's going to happen, I'm at least going to be able to to see it right. coming instead of like dealing with one guy and then getting fucking attacked from behind. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that they're, they're in front of me, they realize that, fuck, okay, this is not going to be easy or whatever. Our little like entrapment circle is not going to work. So then they all of a sudden they start scattering. This is what I know. I'm like, this is them. 100% is them. So I take a picture of the girl. I'm like, send it to, send it to her. I'm like, is this, is this the person? She's like, yeah. I'm like, okay, sweet. And then now they really know that I've kind of like identified them. Yeah, yeah. I'm the, but there's still 10 of them. So I'm not like trying to like engage. Is with this in the alleyway? No, this is on Burrard oh Street, a God. major street. And so I'm not trying to engage with 10 crackheads. Yeah. Um, and so they kind of like the, the, all the guys leave. God knows what too. Yeah. And then to the girl and another guy get up and she calls a cab over. And then so I'm snapping pictures, snapping pictures. Like, don't take fucking pictures of me. I'm like, snap, 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 snap. And then I see the license plate. So I get that too. So I call Yellow Cab. I'm like, hey, it's, do you guys uh, take records of like where you drop off patrons? Like someone in your cab has a weapon at 6 o'clock, 6.10. They're like, yeah, but we can't tell you. But I'm like, yeah, cool. That's fair. But you can tell the police. Cool. I call 911. They're like, is, 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 like, is your friend in danger or whatever? I'm like, no, it was a long time ago. I was like, call the non-emergency line. No problem. Oh, my God. Then I'm on hold for like half an hour with them. And then I'm like, hey, so here's the story. And he keeps on cutting me off. I'm like, hey, man, all I want to do is make sure that she doesn't pull a knife on someone else. Right. And it maybe go south. Right. That's all I want. You have, here's the license plate number of the cab. Here's when she got in it. You could easily call them, find out where she got dropped off, send a fucking car down there, and investigate. Mm. Do your job. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And long story short, he's like, well, we can make a report, but honestly, we're not going to be able to do much. I'm like, what bro, like... Like, what? Like, I don't much. How much more information do you need? Right. This girl was identified as someone with a weapon with intent to harm. I have her location, essentially, through a, a license plate of a yellow cab, which they're willing to cooperate. Like, why can't you send someone down there just to fucking have a look? Right. So I posted it on my, on my Instagram. And, like, my, I've never had more, many more DMs in my life. Because obviously, like, this is really scary for people that live in the city. For sure. And everyone's kind of worried. And, like, you hear this in Yaletown. You hear, like, women are getting accosted or jumped or attacked in the, in the middle of the day and at night on their way home from work. That, that girl at Banter Room got attacked, like, two weeks ago. So this is a definite problem. And so I'm calling the police with enough information for them to at least start the process. And they mm-hmm. brush it off. So in my mind, I'm like, for the first time, and I can remember that I'm like, so you would rather spend your time giving tickets for tinted windows or fucking people texting or, or jay whatever the fuck you're doing, rather than potentially stopping someone from getting harmed with a, a woman who has a weapon. Right. Like, this is like a fact. This is not like, you know, a theoretical thing. So I'm like, Actually, in my mind, fucking like, re- like, so stupid. But I'm, I'm, I'm never been as mad at like the police force ever, yeah. but I'm still not. Because it makes uh, zero sense. No sense. And I'm not saying defund the police. I still don't believe that. But what I do believe is we need reform. Mm-hmm. Something needs to change. Like, it's just not the way it's working right now. Like, it's going to be chaos. Like, if, if these petty crimes keep going up, and then, like, we've talked about it before, like, some cities in the States, there's, like, you, if you are stealing less than $900, they're not going to do nothing. So what, what, what's the logical next step? Right. I, in my mind, the logical next step is we as citizens are going to police ourselves, which is not going to be good either. Mm-hmm. Like, people carry bats in their cars or fucking... Luckily, we're not in America. Yeah, certain people. Yeah. I fucking... I almost thought about bringing that bat out, but, like, in the middle of the day, walking... It would be yeah, a weird look. For sure. Um, yeah, but luckily, we're not in the States where we can carry guns because that's... It would escalate. It's going to... Eventually, it's, it's going to come to a head where people are sick of having their wives or their girlfriends or their brother or sister being attacked for no good reason. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I get it. Mental health is a real thing, for sure. And, and same... COVID definitely brought out the worst. Same as addiction. 
Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, that doesn't give you the right to then physically harm someone because you're mentally ill or whatever. We need to have better programs or, you know, I don't have the answer. I just know what we're doing right now. Isn't working. Isn't working. It's actually getting worse. Mm-hmm. And obviously COVID, uh, you know. I'm just so astonished the fact that police had nothing to say about it or didn't, yeah. didn't want to do anything about it. Like, and I was like, I'm like, listen, man, I get like, it. I got a knife pulled up yeah. on me. Like, what the hell? Like, I get it. You're busy. I get it. you have other things. But like, I'm telling you, like, how are you going to feel if someone gets stabbed tonight and, and dies? Right. Which you could have potentially prevented. prevented. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hopefully me going down there and like shaking their cage and having them all at least disperse is a start. Yeah. But... At the end of the day, she still has a knife in her pocket, and she and she got in a fucking cab. Another motherfucker had a cell phone. Another guy was wearing Jordans. It's not like these guys are broke as fuck. Yeah, they're clearly doing something that's working. It's weird. Yeah, like they didn't. They just look like skids. They didn't look like fucking like super like addicted crackheads. Right. They were just like shitty human beings. And man, like it's like, like imagine if that happened to someone. Like when you're if you're with someone, like if like you and me are walking on the street and that happened. Mm-hmm. Something's gonna happen. Like it's not gonna like you know we're gonna it's probably not, defend ourselves. Not, yeah, exactly. And then we're not gonna just let it happen. Like, and, then, and then it's gonna escalate, mm-hmm. and that's not good. You know what I mean? I don't know, man. I don't. I don't. I don't have a solution for this, and I just hope that you know. I don't know. I don't even know how to get out of it. But on the other side of it, on a more pleasant note, I've been like, there's a handful of good things that I've seen in the news or on Instagram or social media. Mm-hmm. Like there was a, something went viral that from like two years ago, there was like a marathon runner or something. Um, it was a Spaniard and a Kenyan, I think who were like first and second or second and third or something. A Spaniard. A Spaniard. And the I Kenyan. I heard that word so long. Spaniard. A Spaniard. I hope that's PC. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Kenyan fell or like, no, he stopped running because he thought the end, he thought he passed the finish line. Right. But he clearly did not. And oh the, no! And then the fucking the other guy, the um, what did I say it was the Spaniard. The Spaniard, um, <laughs> he noticed it, and instead of just ripping by him and taking his gold medal or silver medal or whatever, was like, "Hey, you're, you're not finished yet. The line's like a hundred meters down." Oh my god! And then like, so he made sure that the guy won. And then after they're at, they they asked him like, "This is a competition. Why don't you? Why don't you could have just passed him?" Yeah. He's like, "Well, he was. I was going to catch him in other circumstances." The only reason he stopped is because he 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 thought he was finished. He wasn't right. gassed out. He wasn't this and that. He just had a mental lapse, and he just thought that he was at the end. So he he genuinely felt that this guy was going to beat him. So he wanted to honor that. I love that, which is That's so rare, especially in competition. But such it's a amazing. good person. Yeah, such a good person. We need more of those people around instead of fucking this fucking knifey McNifferson over here. Mm-hmm. Like, I totally agree. It's 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 really it's really um. It's you really see both sides of it. Yeah, but there's you, but you see, you hear more about this shit that, um, that I started off the podcast with versus yeah. whether that's you know that's just a narrative like you know the news is obviously in the business of of getting clicks and and having people watch their their channel, so they're they're probably more inclined to talk about shit that's negative, I guess. One thing I freaking noticed being in LA and in the states and stuff, I just and this isn't to like you know call anyone in, in LA specifically, but I just realized like people are really mean, like just all the time. Like people, when you call them on the phone, ask them for some help, people are really short and people are like rude. Like strangers? Yeah, yeah. like so rude. But I'm like, why don't we have more people that kind of go out of their way? Like why people, it doesn't hurt, doesn't take a lot of energy. No. But it makes someone's day a little bit better. And I don't know why that's not the automatic norm yeah, with certain individuals. I don't know about you, but like when I get good customer service or someone is nice, <laughs> I... It really makes a big difference. I agree completely. And like this person, like if everyone treated their customers or their tables or whatever, like this person did, like this person is in the right job. In Vancouver, I didn't notice it as much, but definitely being out in the States, I was like, holy shit, people are just like mean. And I almost feel like it's because people are just always expecting people to be really rude to them. So they're really rude to the back. So it's just an automatic rude it's like a circle. mirror of like, like a just like yeah. circle of rudeness where it's but it's like damn like no one's been nice to you homie like fuck yeah i'm worried about like you know how everyone says we want to leave our our world in a better spot for our children yeah this is maybe the first time that the next generation is going to inherit a world that's worse oh 100 percent, which is shitty for our kids i'm so sorry if you're still having kids in this economy yeah dude like the world <laughs> i mean do you, do you ever stop and think like 
the world, everyone's perspective in this you know in this world is just so unique and so different. Like mm-hmm. everybody you know. has their own truth. Yeah, and even if even things like sayings, like for example, I was thinking about saying, you know, obviously I was high. Um, like you know, <laughs> the, the lights at the end of the tunnel. We hear that all the time with like fucking COVID. Like lights at the end of the tunnel. Right. That might mean nothing to someone in Africa. They were like, "What do you mean, light is at the end of the tunnel? For what sure. tunnel? What's a tunnel?" I, I was in an Uber in LA again, and I told the driver to pull over because I broke my seal. And he was like, what does that mean? Are you yeah. good? Like, what's yeah. happening over there? And I was like, well, I just I peed, peed after I drank. He's like, I don't know. I have no idea what that means. And I was like, oh, my God. Where's he from? Was he, know um, if he was like, he's from Egypt. Yeah, exactly like, what I'm see, saying. Like, see, exactly. Like, people in Egypt don't know what breaking the seal means. Well, I, 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 Googled, I Googled some other sayings. I want to see what you think of them. I want to see if you could figure it out. I'm going to start okay. with an easy one. Okay. Okay. So if someone were to say to you, well, it's not my circus, not my monkey. What? That's a Polish saying. I've never heard of So that. if I were having a conversation <laughs> and I went to you, Nolan, well, you know what? It's not my circus. It's not my monkey. I, what, I, do you think I of, what, what do you it. think I'm saying? Well, it's not in my business. Close. Oh. That means it's not my problem. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. You're not my circus, not my monkey. <laughs> <laughs> I quite enjoy that it's one. It's not my circus, it's not, not my, my monkey. monkey. Um, how about this one? Um, if you're like, you're out and about and you're like, you know what? Um, I gave that girl pumpkins. What? <laughs> I do not want your pumpkins. Well, no, but it's not what you think. What do you think that is? Like to give someone SD? pumpkins? No, no. Chlamydia? It's to reject someone. Like give oh, her pumpkins. Yeah, like it's a it's a Spanish a Spanish saying. So if someone's that. hitting on you, or whatever. Yeah, fucking give them pumpkins. It's like oh, like I was at the bar last night, and all I got was pumpkins. It means oh you got rejected, God. right? That does not make any sense because yeah. I don't see the connection between pumpkins and getting rejected. Yeah, but do they pumpkins do in, get rejected a lot. They do in Spain. I guess Poor pumpkins. Guys, I guess don't, people Halloween's like pumpkins. not a thing over there. No, I guess not. Damn. Probably not actually. Um, the Day of the Dead. That's that, in Mexico. Is that Mexico? Oh, okay. How about to have a wide face? Like Nolan, you have a very wide face. That is fucking rude. That's what you think. It's a Japanese saying. What do you, so what do you think I'm saying? For someone who's very kind. It's close. It means you have many friends. Oh. Right. So that's what I'm saying. What is the connection there? I don't know. Maybe it's because you're like. Like, like no, you, you eat a lot of food ass. and people like, you know, like back in the day, like when in England and shit, if you were kind of fat, like, I mean, you were wealthy because you could mm-hmm. afford food. So maybe it's because you're, you're, I don't know. I have no idea why, but that is Do a lot I, of your friends stretch out your face. Who knows? It's a positive thing though. Mm-hmm. But that's what I'm saying. Like you took that as an insult right away. True. Very true. So that's, that's all well, it is an insult in like, like in literally. Society. Yeah. yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Hey, like, you have a wide face. <clears throat> what the fuck? It's just, it's all about perspective. Very true. Like everyone's like we got like imagine if where was it from Japan, Japan yeah someone came up to me now I said no, to me, and you have like, a very wide face fuck? yeah right like what the fuck and then they started to fight because they'd yeah. be like what the what but realistically they're paying I'm just you a very you compliment have a huge fucking face and I'm you're like a very wide face why do you keep saying this to me maybe because you're smiling all the time or something yeah maybe oh that makes that makes sense <laughs> I haven't really looked into it but those were the ones that like there's some other weird obscure ones that made no sense but I like I might start using not my circus not my monkey. <laughs> I like that one. It's that pretty seems, clever. Yeah, it's very, very man, fitting like, for you. It's also society, even society itself, mm-hmm. is so fragile. Like it can implode at any fucking second. For like sure. my example of like you know we go into a martial law because I have enough people like you know what, police aren't doing enough. I'm sick of getting fucking you know harassed by homeless or whatever, you know whatever. Mm. But also on, on a more micro level, like. Like if you look look at a, like a like an apartment building or a condo, you yeah. live in a condo, right? Yep. Let's call it an average of 100, 100 people live there. <clears throat> in my condo building, yeah. So you have like a condominium. Call it like a hundred strangers, mm-hmm. for the most part, all living together, on top of each other. You all agree to a certain set of rules. Yeah. Like whatever with COVID, maybe you're not allowed to have more than two people in there. Wear your mask. Whatever your rules are. But even before COVID, like you know, you let the gate close. You know, you don't ram a thousand people and you don't have like, you don't party until six in the morning, six days a week. There's like certain like rules that people tend to follow. Mm-hmm. Right. But what happens if enough people decide to like, fuck it. Like, I don't want, I don't want, I don't want ride, ride elevator with women. So if a woman comes in, like, no, we're not like, they start making up their own fucking laws and their own rules. What the fuck? I'm just saying it's possible. Like we all, like we stop at red lights because that's a universal thing. Right. But what if like. Like society has all these unwritten rules that maybe are written too, that everyone just kind of like just these generally practices. Yeah, we just generally follow. Mm-hmm. Like we say thank you when we're like brought dinner. We like pay for our meal after we eat it. You so know what I'm talking about? The people that are like fuck convention. 
I'm, I'm my own rule I'm just saying society is fragile mm-hmm. like if all these rules just start to get like broken down slowly boom 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 a couple at a time domino effect enough people get that critical mask and it's just so chaos. what would you want would you want all these little like unwritten rules no, I love society in law no I, I love the way it goes but I, when I stop and think about it it's it's fragile mm-hmm. like society could someone could just say no like fuck even like you know like the walking dead you watch the walking dead no you know the premise? No. A zombie apocalypse. Yes. So when shit starts. I got that part. Yeah. When, when stuff starts going sideways, like, and like, you know, say we lose, say we lost internet, mm-hmm. for example, I think that would be a major issue. I think there'll be a big fucking problem. For sure. In our society, if internet oh, went down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I it would be fucking I chaos. I fear that day. Businesses would be all in shambles. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't know how to make reservations. We wouldn't be able to call Ubers. We wouldn't be able to check Instagram. You're going to be able to put out this podcast. You're going to be able to fucking text your friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. If that happens, it's going to be anarchy. The world would it'll be It'll be like the dark ages. Literally. Because how do you access the Bitcoin and stuff? We'll how do you do anything? A lot of their money in there. That's, my, that's what I'm saying. Like internet. That's one thing. Granted, it's a big thing. But that one thing goes away. If that goes away. The world is ending. We're fucked. Absolutely fucked. We'll go back to the prehistoric time. And another, back to the condo example. Like. Everyone, if you own a condo or you rent a condo, like renters are like it's an agreed that you pay your rent, and as an owner, you pay strata fees, and then that those fees go to a corporation that decide how to allocate those fees and doesn't that, like, that's kind of fucked. If you think about it, like we all agree to give this person we don't know our money, to do things with it that we are gonna assume are for the greater good of the entire building. Mm-hmm. What? Like, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been to a strata meeting. Never. It's the opposite of that. <laughs> Everyone's out for their own fucking agenda. Like in my building, there, like we have a new mask mandate in the elevator. A new one? Yeah, like you have to wear masks now, even though we've been following the PHO for since the beginning. Now all of a sudden we're diverting from it because one girl on Strata was like, "Well, my business, we have make people wear masks and this and that." I'm like, "Well, bitch, in my business we don't, but that's not relevant nor here nor there. So why even bringing it up?" Right. So now we have this thing: we have to have a mask, and two people are two people max in the elevator. So I'm like, I'm not wearing a mask. Like, fuck, the PHO doesn't recommend or doesn't like mandate it. So why, who are you, business lady, uh, to speak above that? So what I do now is like if someone else comes in. So wait, would you say with that same logic, if a store asked you to wear a mask because they want. But that's a private business. Okay. Like the the strata is supposed to speak for the entirety of the fucking building. Okay. Okay. You know what I mean? It's a little bit different. So her business, she can do whatever the fuck she wants. It's her business that she was referring to. Right. Cool. You want to make people wear masks in your, in your elevator, in your business, in your fucking building. Awesome. This is a strata. This is a like a cooperative thing. Mm -hmm. Like no one person owns the entire building or the common space. We all do. So when someone comes in now, like I'm like, well, first of all, there's two people in this elevator, so you can't come in anyway. So it doesn't matter if I have a mask or not completely irrelevant. You can't come in Two people is max. And if someone comes in and it's by myself, then I'll step out. I'll be like, do you want to, like, do you are some, someone was waiting in line? I'm like, you can go ahead of me. You go ahead of me. I don't have a mask. Go ahead of me. I don't care. Right. Like, it just makes no sense to me. Unless you're really late at, to your appointments. No, my building doesn't really have that many people. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm usually riding the elevator by myself. But I mean, like, I just fucking, the society and the rules, everything is, you know, at any moment, shit can go, mm-hmm. gone. Mm-hmm. And then. And it's like survival of the fittest, man. You better have. I heard that right. I'm worried. Like if shit goes sideways, sideways, I have a massive balcony. And if like, anar- like it goes anarchy, like people can break into my building pretty fucking easy. Really? Well. Are, are you the- close to the ground? I'm on the fifth floor. So if, if someone entered the building and then they got up into like any other unit, they could jump onto my balcony and then get in. Or like. Yeah, like but I don't rope. think anyone's first instinct would be go to, to uh, your area that you live in. Eventually, though. Well, I guess. Yeah. Actually, no, I would break into your area. For a matter sure. of time. <laughs> until I'm going to get fucking... If, if the purge is happening, I'm coming for you, baby. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good. What would you do if the purge was a real thing? Oh, man. What would the first illegal thing that you could do? What would it, what would, that's, what would it be? That's not, my mind was actually going on survival. Like, how would I, like, <laughs> make sure that I could live? Like, I wouldn't, like, I don't think I'd... It'll be too much out on the streets, man. It'll be... You'd be in it'd trouble. Be horrible. You'd be, like, getting... Like, people will be attacked. It would be not safe. I would probably want to stay in my house. I would probably go steal a Birkin or something. What the fuck are you going to do with a Birkin? Because when the purge is over, I'd have a new Birkin. What if you didn't make it out of the purge? What's that Birkin going to do? But who's going to go to the Hermes to, like, purge? Everyone's going to go kill each other. But you have to get to, so to, go to, Hermes, to, get to Hermes from your house. You got to, like, cross a okay. lot of weird shit. True. But do you think that 
there's that many weird people who take advantage of something like that. Yes. Where they just see a random person. Like, I don't have any enemies I think of right now. You know, there's no one's going out to get people you. People just want to go kill. Yeah, I think, like, have you, you've seen, like, the riots from the Stanley Cup riots sure. that we had here. Mm-hmm. You've seen fucking the Black Lives Matter protests where people are just, like, looting Walmarts for no apparent reason. So like, it's herd mentality. There's a lot of people that just want to be out there, like... I think it's herd mentality. Can, if you know can. what I mean? Sure. I, think I don't think... Herd mentality, but, like, you're killing somebody. How do you have herd mentality when it comes to something like that? It's... People aren't the brightest. <laughs> like, people, like, you know, like, you don't know. Like, you're looking out for your own safety. So, right. like, it's almost kill or be killed type of vibes. I could be wrong. This oh, is my what, God. This you is how are I definitely feel. killing somebody. I already know it. I'm not even going outside. <laughs> but if I have down. to go outside to get some milk or something, I've always I'm my bat. wanted to get a bunker. I've wanted to get one for years. As a kid, even, too. Just for Just to have. And you, never, you never know what's going to happen. Like, a fucking tsunami or, like, a zombie apocalypse. But what are you going to do? Just sit in there forever? What's going to be in your well, bunker? You, uh, I would love to have like a, I don't know, like a TV, computer. A TV? You think there's going to be cable oh, available sure. in a fucking <laughs> zombie apocalypse? Well, I'd, I'd have PVR, so I could probably. That's not how it works, dude. Like if there's no power in no electricity, oh, right. you're gonna, your TV <laughs> will just be sitting there. Okay, maybe not on TV. That's probably not the Maybe one. like water. I could have a DVD player. Weapons? But if, if you have no electricity, bro. Oh, true, true, true. Power grid's going to go out. But my bunker would have its own generator. I'm not a, so I'm you're not just going to watch TV gonna while the world bunker. around you upside, uh, above ground is just going into fucking chaos? You're just well, going to yeah, watch fucking episodes of fucking Paris Hilton's reality show? Well, what am I going to do? Show? What am I going to do? Go upstairs. Survive? Go survive? I could survive downstairs watching Paris Hilton in my bunker. Until, until how long? Down. Until everything comes down. You, you have no food in this bunker? Obviously I had food. Well, you, first thing you said it was without, a TV. Who has a bunker without food? You right? said you first thing you want is about a TV and a PVR. TV, food, water, a couple generators. Do you have a toilet? A blanket. Yes, obviously. Do you have plumbing? I don't know about that. Hot, so you're just going to shit in a hole? Well, assuming my bunker would be like underground, it would just like outside. I don't think you understand. I don't understand it, but I definitely don't think you understand the way plumbing works. I don't think you just poo and it goes away. <laughs> Gravity just takes away. And you're definitely, I'm coming over to look at your skid marked underwear. Because in an apocalypse, uh, you're for sure having those. No, no, no. no. I'd have a shower. You're going to have a shower in there too? I'd have a bunker shower, yeah. And how are you getting water for this fucking shower? Plumbing. Bro. Okay. <laughs> you let me know. You know what? Honestly, thinking of those things, not having a shower, running toilet, I'd probably just end it. Like at that point, it's like, I'm... Life sucks. I might as well just fucking end it. You've gone from one extreme to the other, from watching Paris Hilton to killing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> they may be related. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, but I, I'm fuck. I don't. I think. I don't know. Hopefully not in our lifetime, but I don't. I don't. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities that within the next hundred years there's gonna be a giant like, the, like a like a like a flash thing where the power grid goes out and it's just back to the dark just ages. Blah, instantly, all silence. Like, I don't know if I could survive without power. I don't know what I would do. Yeah, you'd be in trouble. You know how bad it is when your house power just goes out? Yeah. Like, holy shit. I can't even charge my phone. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, and no hot water. Yeah. Nothing. You're, it, the world is so stop. dark. It's so dark. But then those people, those people that are now like, fuck, I don't even know what to call them, skids, would have the upper hand because they're already living that life. True. Oh, my God. They become the ones in power? Yeah, like Mad Max Whoa, style. That'd be insane. No, but that's that's why I have to form a little coalition now of people who are on the right side of the law to get rid of all that are ready to fucking go to war with these fucking assholes. It's out of spite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because those fucking they 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 were straight up. They were fucking skids, man. They were trash. They were straight fucking trash. Like who fucking pulls a knife on an innocent woman Mm -hmm. in the middle of the day, Mm -hmm. walking down the street, going to get her nails done or whatever the fuck was happening? Like who, who? What kind of mind? Horrible people. Like who? What goes through your mind to think this, this is a good idea? Let me just do this. I'm gonna pull a knife on someone for no apparent reason and see what happens. So annoying. Now this whole that brings me to the the, the war on this drugs. I'm reading books now about that. Mm-hmm. It's fucked. Like the How whole so? war on drugs. How so? Like I'm gonna read you this quote yep. from when Nixon was in in power and this guy, L and L Rickman, kind of started out. L Rickman. L Rickman or something like that. Okay, who is L Rickman? He was like an L, advisor to President Nixon. L? So the whole war on drugs kind of started around, started around then. So from what I understand, um, <clears throat> so there's things like you've heard of like like in the 80s or 90s. I don't remember when it was. Like the pen, the penalty for having a 
a gram of cocaine was way, way less severe than having a gram of crack. And crack and cocaine ain't, ain't too far apart. Yeah. So the thought behind it is that they were trying to punish the impoverished communities. Right. They were into crack because it was cheaper. Mm-hmm. So just for to drive this home, in the hood or in the ghetto, a junkie has a gram of crack. And then in white suburbia, a frat boy has a, a gram of coke. The punishment's 100 times worse for that gram of crack. I don't see how that makes any fucking sense. Right. So anyway, back to Al Rockman. He has been quoted saying, yeah, you know what? That was really all about, talking about the war on drugs. Mm-hmm. Um, Nixon and the White House had two enemies, the anti-war left and black people. <clears throat> we knew we couldn't make it illegal to be either against the war or black, but by getting the public to associate the hippies with marijuana and blacks with heroin and then criminalizing them both heavily, we could disrupt those communities. We could wow. arrest their leaders, wow. raid their homes, break up their meetings, and vilify them night after night on the evening news. Did we know we were lying about the drugs? Of course we did. That's from a, one of like Nixon's top advisors. That is fucked up. The whole system is rigged. Is is fucked. It's all fucked. And you look at like you know, like money obviously drives, makes the world go round and stuff. But there's so many other things that are like that, that are fucking insane. That I've been, you know, I'm reading and watching. But at the same time, I'm reading and watching this stuff. Like, is that even true? Mm-hmm. Like, how do I know what is accurate and what's not? Like, back to the war on drugs thing. Like, um, in in 1970, there were like 370 thousand people in prison in the states. 1980, 500 thousand. 1985, 760,000. 1990, 1.2 million. 2000, 2 million. So incarceration started just going up and up and up and up. And then the fucked up thing, there was a, a group called ALEC or something. I forget what it stands for. Mm-hmm. But it was basically politicians and corporations um, were in this group or in this society. And it was basically corporations kind of um, mandating policy through the politicians like for example there was like like um uh what's it like walmart was like the number one seller of bullets in america right for guns and they're a really big advocate of fucking um fuck what's that fucking thing that got passed it's like some law like right to right carrying carry arms yeah something like that yeah they're a bit advocate for that nafta no no it's like it's like it's like a and then the states you're allowed to fucking shoot someone if you feel you're in danger, right, something right. like that. So they were a big advocate for that being turned into policy. There's another group that was like, they like built all the prisons and they were like really big on, you know, against like prison reform because they needed to keep prisons full right. because that was their business. So it's, it's fucking backwards. That we're not the motivators of all these things. It's come down to greed and yeah, money. We're and never going to get anywhere moving forward when the decisions are being made Purely based on that. Right. I get, you know, I get money and, and needs to, you know, you need to make financial decisions. I get it. But you also need to make decisions based on the greater good, mm-hmm. on moral compass, on values, and all this kind of thing. Do you think we should just get rid of money altogether? Uh, and replace it with what? How are you going to get your DR bag or your... Or my what? Or anything else. Your Birkin <laughs> that you're going to steal. I think everyone should be allotted their very own DR bag. Okay, uh, so everyone's just equal. Yeah. Communism, baby. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't have the right answer, like I said, but I don't think it was going down the right path. I completely agree with you. And then again, like with, with the whole like media and social media and narratives and stuff like that, like it's so dangerous. Like the news back in the eighties, nineties, super dangerous. Now social media is replaced that in a way. Like they could pump whatever narrative they want. Like, and I believe firmly mm-hmm. that misinformation should be punished just as hard as the information itself. So, for example, um, like a good example is in 1989, the uh, Central Park jogger conviction of those five young black dudes that were accused of raping this white girl. Right. And then they got sentenced to jail wrongly. It's been like 13 years in jail until they were released with the proper DNA evidence. And a lot of wow. that was media. In like It was like the news just pumped it, and they needed a villain. They needed a, they needed a quick conviction because this girl got viciously attacked and so they were almost a scapegoats because of the media they were pariahs Mm -hmm. and so i feel that the prosecution for or whoever was responsible for not 
doing it properly and getting the DNA out. They should, be, in, in fact, be the ones who go to jail. And same with any defamation of character. Like, almost now you see it a lot in our industry where people get accused of X, Y, and Z. Like, I got date raped or I got drugged or I got this and that. Not to take away that from any any people that that has occurred to because that's a right. fucking heinous crime. But there are some people that will just make the accusation for for with mal intent like just because they got broken up with or they don't like that person or whatever so obviously you have to go through due process and due course and if down the road that person who accused this person of say date rape for example mm-hmm. is found to be exonerated and it's not true then guess what in my opinion that person that made that accusation should be charged and tried with the same kind of punishment that the person that they were accusing For them. sure, because then it, li- it lights a fire underneath your ass. Yeah, because then, then cause what, what happens? What's right? Because people can accuse people of whatever they want and do it with, without, with impu- like, just do it and all the time. And this cancel culture situation that's going on now. Yeah, my one of my good friends got canceled. Way worse than, like, you know? Yeah, it's insane. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. You, you can't fucking just do whatever you want with no consequence. That just makes no fucking sense. That's what's happening right now. People are able to like make accusations and possibly ruin someone's life and then down the road find out to be innocent. And that person that got accused has gone through hell dealing with it. Mm-hmm. And their life has changed forever. Probably got fired. Probably got this and that. Everything Twitter hate. Da, da, da. Yeah. And meanwhile, the person made the accusation is found like this person gets exonerated. That person skates into the night with no consequence whatsoever. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. Obviously, I have history with that. I, don't, I think we've talked about it before. I got me and a teammate of mine were accused of beating and raping a girl oh when I was in university. God. And this is obviously before Twitter and all that. So we came home, there's police in the place, and they brought us on the station, and we had to give our statement. And our statements were factual and true because none of that shit happened. Right. She said, I, I like clubbed her over the head and like all this bullshit. And long story short, she was just embarrassed because we had a threesome. And my other teammate couldn't remember her name. Yeah, that's shitty. Wow. Don't get me wrong. It's a, not a good feeling for her, I am sure. Mm-hmm. However, it doesn't then give her the right to accuse us of a crime. We didn't make it. We didn't, there was no crime there. Right. There, it was and consensual. they just like, did it to you what they did to the joggers? Yeah. And if this was 2000, if this was now, it would be like, be over. I would lose my job. I would, I would be cut from the team instantly mm-hmm. for an or accusation that is not even fucking true, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it blows my mind. This cancel culture is like exactly why, you know, we talked about me getting Twitter. I don't think I can get Twitter. <laughs> I would say some shit like this. And like, you know, obviously this is a free form platform and, and no one can really write back and fire back. But I, I'll get canceled for you, for sure. Mm-hmm. For, for saying something that I believe in maybe. But, you know, I don't Twitter. say a ton of stupid shit. Stupid shit like mm-hmm. sometimes. But I say like I don't, I, I mean, I mean what I say mm-hmm. in that moment. You know, I might look back on some things I've said in the past and be like, fuck, that was dumb. I was young or whatever. But in that moment, I probably meant it. Right. You know what I mean? So that's why I can't get Twitter. Because <laughs> I had a friend get fucking canceled. On Twitter? On, on Twitter, on man. Twitter? Yeah, on Twitter. What? Why did they get canceled? He said some dumb shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> but so does he deserve the cancel? No, not the cancel. He deserves to lose his job, probably. Okay. And he says, like, and when you're in a position, like, you know, for example, I'm going to, like, I own bars really so i'm not gonna go out i'm not gonna go out and say like anything stupid to like yeah if i say something dumb like along those lines i'm probably gonna lose me consequences Mm -hmm. however how long ago did you say these things two weeks oh okay so but the amount of hate that he received and all the good work he has done for that community over two decades has been erased apparently i'm like dude he has he had six minutes of why did he say those things it's a long story. Long story short, it's a rugby thing. Like he was standing up for the woman's coach who got fired for apparently no reason. I don't know the full story, but there was an investigation. And from what I understand, the girls wanted to be guaranteed that they would have um, their spot for the Olympics for 12 months. And he's like, no, I don't know what's going to happen in the next 12 months. I can't guarantee your spot. So they made it, whatever happened, and then there was an investigation. Nothing was found. Then they're not refusing, refusing to release the, the, the findings, which would clear him of any wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. But he's lost his job, whatever. So then my buddy, you're friends with him, stood up for him. The girls shat the bed. They didn't play well. It happens. It's sports. That's why you play the games. Mm-hmm. And my buddy said some things on Twitter. They were inappropriate because the girls are 
you know, right or wrong, using their platform to, you know, stand up for the indigenous lives, um, the, you know, the residential school issue and Black Lives Matters and all these positive things. Um, they're using their platform to kind of link it. And it almost felt like they were kind of comparing themselves. I don't know. That whole stuff, I don't, I don't really want to speak on too much. I don't know what happened. Mm-hmm. But he made some comments that were directed to them, like being like, haha, you guys suck kind of thing. But it got taken out of context and people were saying that he was like belittling the indigenous life movement and stuff like which was not even close to what was happening. Right. So dumb comments. A guy in his position, he was like going to be the next coach of Canada or whatever. He, he knows better. Dumb move. But he shouldn't be fucking canceled. For, he made a, six minutes of, of a, like a, dumb comments. Mm-hmm. That six minutes doesn't erase 20 years of fucking all the good. You know what I mean? Right. So what I'm a big fan of now that I just kind of been hearing a lot more of, of, of is calling people in. Have you heard that? Instead oh. of calling people out, like I'm going to call out Nolan for saying some stupid shit on, on his podcast. Mm-hmm. No, let's call him in. Let's actually call him in and try to understand why that happened right. and then meet that comment with like a bit more compassion and understanding. Whereas like right now, the cancel culture is all about calling people out. Right. Like fucking Chrissy Teigen, you said this. Kevin Hart, like 10 years ago, Was you Chrissy said- Chrissy Teigen canceled? Oh, yeah. Oh, you like you said this and that instead of like just like pointing the finger sitting on your couch like me I'm just sitting here looking for things to fucking hate on uh, instead of that like let's call people in like try to understand why let's meet everybody with some kindness yeah calling people in seems like such a, more, a better a better um because then you get a good idea good idea of their intention yeah exactly like I mean I, I, I wouldn't call in those skids that were trying to like rob people I'm calling them out <laughs> but you know someone well, who yeah, because that's they were intention was to hurt you know yeah exactly but someone who says something out of ignorance or something stupid like you know maybe they do need to get canceled but maybe they need to do a little bit more I mean, one tweet doesn't necessarily erase your life i don't think true because imagine if, if, if we had a microphone imagine if we had a live twi- tweet of everything we've ever said in our life we, every single person in the, that we know would be canceled. Would be canceled. Every single person. There's not one person that I know who could say that they wouldn't be. That they live their life. And if they do, they're full of shit. PC. Everything they've ever said has been on fucking Twitter. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. Imagine that. They would be can- Everybody would be canceled. So that things don't come out. Like, like people can have the wrong intention or say yeah. the right intention, but it can come out just differently. I've had so many email conversations, text conversations, DM conversations where things are out of context and I actually I have to pick up the phone. I'm like, oh, okay, this was, I understand where you're coming from now because mm-hmm. things get taken out of context in the written world all the time. Right. All the fucking time. I try to use emojis to like, you know, throw a winky face in there. So, you know, I'm joking <laughs> or throw like a sad face to know that, you know, to kind of like to reveal tone. Right. doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Tone is the hardest thing to, you know, and, the, yeah. you know what's funny though is that you think it's easy to pick up over text. Like I think I pick up tone really quickly. Here's, an, here's an example. Really made me, when like, you sent me that, me. you sent me that reel or whatever that was you sent me over DMs the other day about about that jazz player, that jazz, that music, musician. My story. Your story. Yeah. yeah. I I thought you were serious. Yeah. I'm like I, I, I he may be joking, but I'm I think he may be serious. So I, that, that's why my response. Know that I was joking. That's what I'm saying. That's right. why it's hard. Like if if you if you were like in real life, like haha, look at this, I'd be like, clearly he's joking. Right. So that's why it's so dangerous with Twitter and everything that gets put on the fucking internet universe. Like, it's Especially dangerous when you're older and you just don't get it. Okay. <laughs> I think young people are getting canceled <laughs> more than anyone else. True. I feel bad. Like the baby got canceled for. Saying some okay, stupid but shit. the baby said some really fucking stupid shit. Totally. Yeah. But do you think he's, do you think he's homophobic, or do you think he just said some stupid shit? Yeah, I, I think he's homophobic. You think so? <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't really know exactly it what he said. Seemed like it came from the heart. <laughs> no, <did> he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, fair enough. I don't. I can't really comment on it because I haven't really seen it, really heard. I just kind of know that he's in shit. He's just crazy. Yeah. But like I said, like I mean, yeah, if everyone. If everything that came out of people's mouth was on Twitter, we'd be at a war constantly. Mm-hmm. It's insane. I would be scared for that day because my my Twitter page, if everything I said, I'd be over. I'd be hung. Yeah, sometimes I talk on here and I feel like I say, I'm like, oh, maybe we should delete that. <laughs> yeah. Like, maybe fuck we need it. to ed- edit this episode. But I don't fucking care. I don't care. This is how I feel in the moment. 
I love it. Like, you know, oh, I love police reform, I think, needs to happen. I think fucking, what else did I say that was kind of controversial? Like, um, society going down, is uh, leaving, the, leaving the world in a worse place than when we found it. I think that's very, very, very likely. I don't, I don't take that back. That having kids is fucked up. I mean, maybe next week I'll feel differently because, like, <laughs> we'll have a big, like, kumbaya moment. But With a child. I don't know, man. Like, even look at this vaccination program, like, You've seen what's happening in New York? Yes. Like, what do, you, what do you think about that? What do you think about having a New York City vaccine pass type of fucking thing here? I don't know, man. Like, it's hard for me to speak on it because I am vaccinated, so I could do all those cool things. Yeah. But if I wasn't, I'd be really mad, you know? Yeah, I know. But, like, do you think it's a good idea to, like, like if make that a rule, like a policy? You can't do X, Y, and Z unless no, you're vaccinated. No, I think it's, like, it's up to people. It's up to like your own right whether or not you want to get vaccinated. You know the risks. Yeah. If you don't want to get vaccinated, that's on you. Totally. That's on you. Hundred percent. I you agree know? with that. But now, if you want to come to a nightclub and you're unvaccinated, that's on you. You knew better. But then we go to the business perspective, where if an indiv- individual business can make you wear a mask if they so choose, it is also your right to not go to that business if you don't feel that you want to wear a mask. Exactly. But if so, if uh, say restaurants like you have to get vaccinated. To come to the restaurant. It's their choice as an individual business to make that their mandate. Mm-hmm. And it's the patron's choice as an individual to get vaccinated or not get exactly. vaccinated. So, But they won't be allowed to go in that restaurant. Yeah. So you're cool with that? I'm cool with that. Because yeah. I th- I th- I'm pretty sure that's, or, we're not uh, far from that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a tough question. It is. It definitely is. Because what's right, right? I don't fucking know. Like we're, we're, this is a weird time to be alive. That's it's a great a, time to be alive, chapter, but it's also weird. That's the name of my chapter right now. I don't know. I don't fucking know. And no one knows. We're, we're all making up as we go. Mm-hmm. That's the doll hole, baby. I don't even know. Like, my faith in people is waning and getting less and less by the fucking day. Mm-hmm. It's sad for me to admit that. Like this shit with people like trying to like rob people in broad daylight on a busy street in Vancouver. Insane. The amount of shit we deal with at work and that we see at work on both sides of it from like the guest side and the, the city side. Mm-hmm. It's like we're, we're just getting shit on 24-7. Yeah. And then people like. Whatever we do, it's always wrong. Yeah. People I see, people I feel want to work less and less but be rewarded more and more. Mm-hmm. Like this whole workforce thing where like now in BC people are having to give like $1,000 incentives to give you a job. What? Like Molly Maid's giving out a thousand dollar incentive to fucking sign on and work for three months, and you get your thousand oh, dollars at wow. that point. Like people would rather like it's like a crazy high number of people would rather work from home now than not, which I I can kind of understand because people are inherently lazy. <laughs> this is a fa- I'm I drive around the block for like ten minutes to find a closer parking spot. Oh my god! I don't want to walk. I mean, people are lazy. Like if I were to offer you two scenarios, you work forty hours a week and make a million dollars. Or work zero hours a week. No, okay, sorry. And work five, five hours a week and make a million dollars. Which one are you choosing? Five hours a week. Exactly. That's just stupid. That's stupid. Yeah, because we're lazy. Yeah. We'd rather not work. And that's the thing. Like, I don't even know who came up with a 40-hour work week. How that even came about. Exactly. Like, what the fuck? Like, nine to five? Who said nine to five was the proper, like, pr- like production hours? Dude, I don't know. But my and point five is. five-day, two-day weekend? I've always felt something wrong with that. Yeah. But the fact that we have to, like, I've had people come into our job and, like, say, like, oh, we want $25 an hour. I'm like, what planet are you on? <laughs> I've had people ask for raises uh, multiple times. I'm like, okay, do you know how much you make? And they're like, no. I'm like, why the fuck are you asking me for more money when you don't even know how much money you make? Right. Like, th- that's rule number one. Like, if you're going to ask for more money, know how much money you make. Because I can do that. Like, I've almost had a situation where I'm like, okay, well, I can do the math here. Um... You want two dollar an hour raise. You you think you make fourteen, but you're actually making eighteen. So I'm gonna drop you to sixteen. <laughs> and like you know what I mean? Like, like it's just this mindset that people seem to have these days, especially over COVID, where you know people are now you know so used to that serve money or whatever, right? And you know there's a fucking influx of jobs. Like all my homies that own bars and restaurants are having to f- hire people like every month in good management positions because people are calling in sick. Or they're calling in sad or fucking whatever the fuck they're doing. Calling in sad? Yeah, that's a thing. What? Yeah, people just no-show because they had a bad day. Oh, my God. We've gone too far, man. Mm -hmm. And it's become really hard 
to run a business. Everyone thinks it's romantic owning a business and it's fun and all this. It's 24-7 dealing with shit. And there's some positives and pluses and like you get to create a culture in a workplace and and you want to create something good that's impactful for people and stuff, which is all great. Right. But at the end of the day, you deal with a a ton of fucking bullshit. Mm -hmm. And people that work for you typically will check in, check out. Like they are there to work and then when they're done work, they don't work. Right. You know what I mean? So it's just like, and it's so hard right now with, you know, it's so competitive and people knowing that if they don't get a job at X, they can go to Y or Z or A and they know much money and now people are getting out incentives. So now they're like, oh, well, Molly Maid's giving a thousand dollar check. Can I get a thousand dollar check from you to sign on? Mm-hmm. Fuck you. You cannot. You cannot. Because eventually we're going to get out of this and eventually he's going to get to a place where we call normal and there'll be enough people and enough jobs, you know, for the, the hard workers and they'll rise to the top and the people that are fucking around and looking to skirt the system, they're going to be struggling. Mm-hmm. And they may become these skids. Everything's going to level out. Yeah, I would hope. But man, this has been a bit of a downer. Do you have any good news for me? Um, no. You mean any, did you meet any boys in, uh, no, in America? No, not, not at all. What was the quality? Of, what was the caliber of human being down there? Horrible. In terms of attractiveness. Oh, very hot. Very, <laughs> very hot. Everyone so they're real hot, hot assholes hot. down there. Hot assholes, but... Is it the sheer? Do you think it's a sheer number? You. you think it's a sheer number of people that make them hot? Or do you, you know think what? Like no, capital? I'm lying. I totally just lied. There are a lot of hot guys. There were some hot guys. Yeah, but I think a lot of people in the states are average. Well, do you like think again a that's a numbers game? A lot of people are average. Yeah, for sure. I think there's a lot more average people. Yeah, and like, you know, here maybe it's like every three out of ten. Yeah, over there it's definitely one out of ten. Can I ask you a personal question? Sure. How do you know so many cool people, bro? Like you're fucking on your story that's like you're posting a story with this checkmark girl or this fucking you're at this crazy restaurant that's hard to get into or you're at this bar. Which restaurant? Catch. Oh. Or you're at fucking Bootsy Bellows at a fucking crazy good DJ, table. Yeah. Like table. how? Like you don't you've been to you just said you went to LA for the first time. Yeah. So I'm curious, how the fuck do you have this much clout in like globally? <laughs> <laughs> Like, how are you this guy? It's funny because he said the exact same thing to me after Miami. <laughs> I'm still, I'm going, you never gave me an answer. So I'm curious. <laughs> I, I generally just think it's, it's about energy. Like that's one thing everyone's always told me, like you have great energy and that's we true to be around you. So it's just like, so you, so you must know like a and handful I kind of, of people. Finesse, I kind of finesse. So you know a handful of people and then they know a handful of people and then you get into the and situation then and then you just connect yeah. with connect. other people and then you're such a good dude and good energy that that's infectious. And then. You, you, so you're really and good at meeting strangers, back. right? Yeah, I'm really good at meeting strangers. Right, I love it. I think yeah. the most favorite part so you, of going out to places like this is meeting new people. Yeah, so you met a lot of new people then, yeah. Yeah, but I also, like, I'm kind of, like, a cunt. So, like, I, like, I kind of have to, analyze, it, it, I have to analyze you to be like, is it worth my time? Wait, like, wait, I'm not going to talk to some guy that's on the fucking, like, on the... He's like, at the, the bar. The, at the bar. In the bar. Can I'm I get a go, 10 buck of sodas? I'm going to go infect somebody with my energy who has the best table in the room. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. You know? Someone, like... I don't want to say someone that could, you know, someone in a position of power. No, I'm not an opportunist. Well, you, it came across that way. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure that the people outside. I'm not an opportunist, no. but I'm just kind of working. But you're not, um, not uh, an opportunist. Not, not an opportunist. Oh, God. No, but. Counseled. No, 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 no. I'm I mean, opportunist. you're honest. Yeah. If everyone was honest, like, it's not, it's not a bad thing. Yeah. Like, if you want to, like, I'm sure there's great people in all walks of life. For sure. But you prefer to surround yourself with the great people that are in my life, the privileged sec- sector of life world. Well, it's just why would you want to be around people that you can't learn from? Yeah, right. Good so way I to never, put it. I never, I'm not like. But give me the gunning for them, or like going and like you know trying to take all their money or whatever. I like to surround myself by people who like teach me things and make me want to be better. That's yeah. my. I love that. I love being around people who are older, who know what they're doing, who can give me tips and like. But a lot of the people you're around that I see are beautiful women with blue verified check marks in LA. Yeah. How how do I how do I get involved? I don't know. You just have to be kind of cool. Yeah, I'm not cool. I think I'm just too old. Way too old, buddy. Like, is it like so? Do you like fuck? Do you just go cold call them and be like, hey, no, hey, babe, never. uh, Can I see you? What's your fuck? So when you you post a story or something, are you like, what's your Instagram? I want to fucking tag you. Like, how do you how do you get to that point? Are you you, or do you have you connected? You just take videos and if we get one together and just like, hey, babe, what's your app? I'm gonna take you. And they just willingly give it to you. And then sometimes you get someone with like 105 thousand followers and like, yo, sometimes yeah, fuck. I feel if I did that, it would look different. 
Because you don't do it in a fangirly way. Like, I'll never be a fangirl. Well, I wouldn't be a fangirl either. I would yeah. do it, like, in a chill way, but I still think it would come across, like, be like, creepy. Hey, what's your uh, app so I can tag you? Because everybody knows when you take a video, you tag the person. It's just it's the rules of Instagram. <laughs> the unwritten rules the of unwritten the Instagram rules, society. Yeah, that we want to put into law now. So, does it happen to you? Do people take videos all with time. you? And then all the time. Do you, and do, are you willingly, do you always give them your Instagram? Yeah, all the time. Why and wouldn't they, I? And they, Why wouldn't I? That connects, that makes my... But Instagram. then do you vet them and you're like, oh, you have 14 no, followers. No, I don't care. I don't care. So you follow everyone that I tags you in a video. I don't back, but they can tag me in their videos. But if you tag someone in your video and they don't follow you back, how do you feel? I don't follow everyone that tags you in my videos. That's the thing. So you do vet them. So you'll tag them in your video. You'll yeah, check out the, their Instagram. But if, but if I'm posting somebody who has 213,000 followers. Yep. It's a right? very specific number. Whatever number. <laughs> um, I'm not going to follow them until they follow me because I already know they already have so many followers. So yeah, a video, we can tag each other. Yeah. And then what happens? But that's it. So you don't follow them? Nope. But, and then we, we'll talk over DMs but without following each other. It's weird. That is weird. Because a bunch of people that are DMing weird now culture. about this, this knife incident yeah. don't follow me. It's a weird culture. So how, but how, how, oh, oh your bag just fell. So how, if they don't follow me or you, how are they in your DMs or my DMs? Because when you tag somebody. I don't tag nobody. But when you do, like when I do, it goes to their DMs. So if they want to repost it, which they usually do. Oh, you just start conversating. It'll show there. And it'll just, you just be like, oh my God, last one was so fun, babe. We'll do mm. it again. But how about for me? Because I'm getting DMs from my knife story mm -hmm. and they aren't following me. So how so do they see my story? They're following you. They're not. Or someone, people are sharing your story. Oh. Yeah. Okay. For sure. Can you share stories like that? Yeah, you can. Uh, same way I sent you my story. Uh, but that was your story. Yeah, but I can send you, I've sent you so many people's stories. I just assume they're yours. Oh my God. I always, oh my God. I always thought you understood like, wow, wow, this is really telling what do you mean? I don't about your your skills right now. Do I? So when I you think, you think when I get a fucking video from you, I like it investigate. Says, it says Nolan Prasad sends you send you yeah. this person's story. No, it doesn't. That just sends me the clip. No, and it literally says it. Are oh you my sure? God. Yes. Send me a story right now. Oh my god! It'll say who's. It'll say like not from you, but it won't say like it'll just be like a little that little rectangle that has a shared story. Blah blah no, blah. It blah. says that. It says that. Whatever, I don't care. Instagram's only going to be here for like for another five years. I hope so. You don't. You're going to have a fucking panic attack. Oh, I'd rather go to TikTok. Then, hey, I, I challenge you to delete your Instagram for five days. That's fucked up. What you, yeah. you just said that you don't need it. Don't be rude. How's that rude? Watch your mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouth. This, 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 Shut your, your mouth. Do me a favor. Shut your mouth. <laughs> but I don't think you can do it. I, you can do it? I'm not doing it. Could you do I it, though? I couldn't do it, though. No. Even for like a cash no, prize? I have a, um, oh, how much are we talking Five grand. Five grand. And you wouldn't get mad at me for not using my Instagram for work. Well, that's a bit tricky. Exactly. But I'll take it. But it's in general. Think you could do it? If five grand online, yeah. You think so? Yeah, I don't sure. think you could, man. I think I could. I, how often do you I'm think not you as addicted to Instagram as you think I am. How, can you pull up your fucking metrics? How often do you look at Instagram every day? Oh, God. Seven how hours? Do you, how do you pull that up? Don't okay. So now you don't know how to do that. Do you do don't that? know how to do that. Is that, uh, what you're, is that what you're telling the people? Da, 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 da. Such a liar, how you, bro. How do you go there? You're such a fucking liar. What's how do you check your activity? You're lying. I swear on my life. How do you check your screen time? Why don't you go? Don't you, don't oh, you, it says screen time. Yeah, <laughs> the one that says it right there. Uh, do, 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 do. Where is view all activity? Oh. <laughs> it's like 25 hours I thought it was only 24 hours in a day How did I get up to 25? Okay, the week yeah. 10 hours and 56 minutes on Instagram Today's Friday When does your, your week start? Monday? Uh, Sunday So it's like and two hours today, a day Today It's an hour and 46 minutes a day Yeah, so about two hours a day It's not horrible Well, if you're up how so You're probably up 12 hours No, how about 16 hours a day? I guess So that's like 17% of your day on Instagram Wow. That's not a little. Oh. Mine's probably around there. But I just like look at it because I'm bored. I'm like, eh, what am I going to do? What am I gonna do? Oh, God. So when you look at it that way, yeah, I don't like how do you feel? Sad. Like 20% of your day is on Instagram. 20% of my day is staring at other people's shit. 20% of my day is being in other people's business. So what did you do before Instagram? Or you grew up with Instagram? No. Yes. Yeah. I got Instagram in grade eight. So what do you feel like you would be doing with those 20%? Of, of your day if what you, did if I you do in elementary it. school 
No, no, say I right eat, now. Say I right eat now. A lot more fast food. Say Instagram's gone. What what do you fill that void with? TikTok. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's take away all social media. All social media. You, so TikTok isn't included in there. So now you're up to like thirty percent of your day on social media. Oh, and Twitter, okay, no forty okay, percent. Relax. I'm relaxed. Jeez. Forty percent of your day is on what social media. Coming Nolan Rose. Forty percent. How does yeah. that does that surprise you? No. So almost half of your day is spent on social it media. It doesn't feel like that though. But it is. But it's not. But it is. It may not no, feel like it. No, I refuse to believe that. I think my phone's tripping. We just went. On, we just went over it. I can't do it. Well, could you go without your phone for five days? Hell no. No. Oh my god, never. No. Nope. So if I were to say you have to get up your phone for five days, or or what's your favorite food? Like Wendy's. Or like fast food for five days. Which one would you give? My fucking fast food. So you, I can eat other shit. I can't eat my phone. That's true. <laughs> okay, what about, okay, you can't use your phone for uh, five days or you're right hand? I'm left handed, so it's fine. Okay, you're, you're left handed? Yeah. Actually? I am. Okay, so you're left hand. That's hard because I write. Yeah, exactly. That's supposed to be a hard question. Mm, my left hand. You would give up your left hand? Yeah, because I can jerk off with my right hand. And I can type with my other hand. You got problems, bro. But you know what? Sue me. I'm going to leave you with this quote. I want, I want, I want, I heard it in a song. I want to know if you've heard it. Because I'm like, this is a brilliant fucking line. How come I've never heard it before? What's the line? The line is, happiness is a moving target. What song is this? I don't know. Exactly. But the quote. Okay, fair. Can you fuck with it or what? Yeah. If I, I don't really understand it. But okay. We got happiness. Okay, so. We <laughs> <laughs> break it down to you. Happiness is a moving target. So say right now your goal is to become a club owner. It's just always. And then you become a club owner. Then what's the next thing? Then? Like, and then I you're not going to be get happy. It. I actually did get it. So do you agree with I it? I fuck with it. Happiness is a moving target. We always need to like Ooh, reassess ourselves. I have lots of tattoos, so I could hide it anywhere. So I'm down. I mean, you can get one. I've already told you. I'll get it whatever tattoo you want. You tell me what tattoo you want. We will, uh, we will get it. Matching ones? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to get it. And oh, 100%. You're just going to stick out because I could hide mine. I have one right here that I, I got with an ex-girlfriend. It says, Quando in Roma. But no one, you can't even fucking see it. What is that? It means it went in Rome. And we got it in Rome. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it's her only tattoo and she still has it. So if you're listening, when, when you Rome, look down on your left foot, think of me. Think of me. <laughs> <laughs> Forever. <laughs> All right, guys. It's been a brand new episode of, oh my God, I was going to say Spotify. Brand new episode of PNC. <laughs> you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or on Instagram on our personals at PNC underscore podcast. I've, what the fuck did I just say? He, he's got back from LA, people. I know, His my brain, brain cells so are a little slow. It's in that LA time, oh, which is the same as Vancouver time. Yeah, but it's like American. Let's time. try again. Anyways, thank you guys for listening to a brand new episode of PNC. You can find us at PNC underscore podcast on Instagram or our personals at Nolan Prasad and Akio Kaya. Don't forget to thumb us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and leave a review. Yeah, do something. Help us let out. Us know. Yeah, I, and I promise next episode is going to be much more uplifting and happy and fun. I don't know if you could hear the sirens in the background, but it's been one of those kind of days mm -hmm. where it's fucking, it's, it been, a, it's a been a sad day. day. It's been a great day. It's been, it's literally been the first great day in like months, like weather-wise. As soon as I got off the airplane, my mood was just like, Ur. yeah, it happens. So, you know, maybe listen to this one in the bath, reflect on your day, and sleep it off mm -hmm. and wake up tomorrow and it's a brand new day feeling a brand new day baby all right guys bye bye pulling out the coupe at the lot turn the fuck 12 fuck swat buzzing all the bells out the box I